I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast about the movies available on the internet. Ryan, how are you? Uh, I'm hanging in there, Hoops. What's happening? I mean, I'm having a goo. It's a beautiful Mm. summer day out there. Oh yeah? I'm dating this episode in time for reasons unknown. Well, they'll see the date when they look it up. No. I'm okay with that. I mean, I went to the pictures last night and saw two movies, which we'll be covering later. I in went our and saw one reviews portion. Yeah, we both went to the pictures last night. I picked the wrong one, unfortunately. Of the two, that'll happen. Yeah, the you also plan to get in a double feature, but time wise, it turned into like I would have had to sit in the theater for thirty minutes waiting to go to the next one, mm. and I was the only person in the entire theater, so like I wouldn't have even been able to sneak, and I would have been fine with paying anyway. Just based on, you know, I'm a 30, almost nine-year-old man and getting arrested. Yeah. Seems a little ridiculous, but... <laughs> the Dedham Theater, I don't even think they have anyone, like, ripping tickets. I used, like, the machine out front, and I encountered literally nobody in front of either side of the entrances that lead to, like, huh. you know, where all the theaters are. It just seemed like nobody was there. It was, you just kind of pop right in. Yeah. I was like... We got right in. Not only did I sneak into my second feature, I felt bad for even paying for the first one. I was like, I should have just strolled in here. <laughs> right. It's not like you're affecting the movie business as a whole with your one ticket. The movies. Although I should be paying for them in that respect. Sam... That would be my main them. concern before getting caught would be like, who is, whose back end am I stealing from? <laughs> What's the back end like? <laughs> oh, Cage, speaking of. I'm sorry. Some new Cage art here in the zone. Oh, yeah. But I brought that up to mention that Showcase Cinemas, which Mm. uh, that theater and the Randolph one, they got, there's a good amount of showcases in the surrounding area in Boston, is doing a new thing over the next several months called Mob Monday, where you can go and see a mob movie every monday they have a whole schedule it's mostly scorsese movies featuring a little movie called the departed which we might have mentioned here on the program before i don't want to be a product of my environment oh shit i want my environment to be a product of me this is like a techno remix <laughs> years ago we had the church that was only a way of saying we had each other wow the Knights of Columbus were real headbreakers. <laughs> True guineas. They I'm took over the peace of the city. I'm imagining like an animated version of The Departed starring Little Ank as like Little Frank Costello. Years after an Irishman couldn't get a fucking job, Delightful. we had the presidency. May he rest in peace. That's what the Monty's don't realize. Oh. If I got one thing against the blank, it's this. Mm. No one gives it to you. You have to take it. Wow. Wow. Can I do the voice of like a little French, the number one? Who's Ten like, million. 
who's like has glasses and like Chucky Finster hair, and he's just the rascal. And then everybody gets molested yeah. on a camping trip, and they shoot the molester. Yeah. Perfect. The Departed prequel. Fucking the, shot me. The molested. It'll be a big thing. It'll tie into the uh, fucking spotlight universe. It'll be a being set hit. Yeah, that. Uh, I, I don't. I think we really need a sixth round of yeah, The Departed in the theater because that's so fucking funny. We should let the fans decide this for us. What fan would say no? <laughs> I mean, like, no, it's too many. It'd be a good bit. Be funny to say no, yeah. But yeah, we. This seems like destiny. Seeing The Departed for a sixth time in the theater. Diehard fans will remember we saw it. Five times in the theater when it initially came out in October of 2006. Best month of, the, of our lives. Yeah. And that might not sound like a lot. Seeing a movie five times in the theater in a month. It was, was, like that was like two our, a week for three weeks, basically. That was like our entire lives for Pretty that much, month. Yeah. I remember one day we were going to meet up with like Kevo to buy weed or something. Sick. And he was... We had to wait. We had like a, a period of like four hours to wait for him. And we were like, well, why don't we just uh, go see The Departed again? Yeah. And, and then, we just went to The Departed and to kill we went three ahead hours. And did just that. And it hit the spot. Mm. All dope like. I don't know. I just watched it in its entirety on, on my home television as well. Mm. So I think seeing it for round six, having just watched it, is even funnier. I feel like I might have like an episode seen in the theater again. Like, like a weird flashback or... Just like a cackle fit. Just like an ow, 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 ow. Did you see that Mark Wahlberg's son, speaking hey. of departed stuff, his son, you know the Wahlberg Jordans that there's only like 40 pairs of? Wahlberg-er? Yeah. Well, like they're legit like Wahlberger logo, green Air Jordan 4s. Yeah. And there's only so many pairs in existence. They resell for like $30,000. I'm not joking. Yeah, they're on my Amazon wish list. Oh, perfect. Folks, uh, I'm really dying for them. If you could. I would mug you for them. Um, but yes. Mark Wahlberg's son, I guess, put them on either StockX or Goat and the sneaker reselling websites and was trying to sell them until Mark stopped him. Why did you do that, Mark Jr. or whatever the fuck your name is? <laughs> you fucking idiot. That's, that's fucked up. That, uh, hey, those are fucking priceless. Hey, what are you doing? I can't believe that, I've said this before, just... The fact that Wahlburgers continues to exist. I saw what looked like a brand new one in uh, the Springfield area the other day. When That's I was... on their radar, that awful, awful, awful part of the state. Yeah. So let's put a Wahlburgers out here. Yeah. We need one. Everyone needs one. He's trying to find the why did you do that, Scotty, and can't. That's the classic. Like We actually have a time for I can use the sound clip, and I'm like, don't know where it is because they're not well organized. This is so classic. It's probably vintage. Oh, yeah. I would say. Um, so what else? I saw... I don't have a ton of news. I'm sure you do. Uh, I have two reveals. Hit me. One, uh, during Bodies, 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 I had to go to the... That was the showing that I saw yesterday during the like most matinee hour I've ever been to. Only person in the theater. And I was all jealous of you. I was oh, still yeah. at work. You were like sending pictures from the movies. I was like, fuck. I had to go to the bathroom. So I went once and at the Kendall Square Cinema in Cambridge, it's like the hallway is is something out of a movie almost. It's it, it is a like mile a, long. A class. They have like 
then you get nice to go pictures on the wall of uh, like Casablanca type old school. And then you got to go upstairs. Mm. It sucks <laughs> for pee guys like myself. And then I went upstairs, peed, came back down. And then like 25 minutes later, I had to pee again. And I was like, I already missed like an important part of the movie because it's like a six minute round trip. Like you can't just like zip in and out. It's like you miss, if you watched, if I washed my hands, it would have been like eight minutes of the movie down the tubes. I watched so, you get them wet. <laughs> you what? But yes. <laughs> he did the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but. So yeah. I just, I had a big lemonade cup, an empty paper cup, and I just peed into a cup. I snaked mm. my penis out of the bottom of my shorts. At a boy. And I urinated in a cup in a movie theater. I believe you were in an empty theater? It was empty, yeah. Hell yeah. So that makes it okay. Had you, there been people in there, I would have been so uncomfortable doing that. It would have been so funny to just like hear like that someone peeing into a container noise. That like... <laughs> someone like two rows ahead of you like, is that... Is someone... Can't no, be. they wouldn't. They're just pouring one drink into another. Someone taking a big old pish? So that's one reveal. Yeah. And the second reveal is during the movie, being that it was an A24 movie, I was on mm. the A24 website and I'm a member of the A24, like triple A24 group where you get like a zine every month and like inside information. Mm. I got an inside link to their website's merch store where I could buy a limited edition run of, there's only 300 pairs made of tie-dyed A24 cruise socks. Ooh. I paid... $27 all in for a single pair of wow. socks because they're one of 300. They, they're all about that merch. Yes. They might be putting more into merch than they are their theatrical <laughs> efforts at this point. But, I mean, they do make cool stuff. I think I'm probably going to leave them in the package and put them on display. Mm. I one haven't of, decided. One of my most popular tweets ever was responding to them announcing that, like, zine and streaming service thing they have and i said it should be called a24 7 thousands of favorites folks people really responded to this to that's point, a big one huh? to the point where i thought they might change it but no they didn't yeah it wasn't particularly good i'm just talking it up for reasons unknown it's it's always crazy to me how things can just pop off on twitter that's always it's always it's like so the much, dumbest thing. Like, yeah, it's not linear at all. It's just like boom. Like there's no straight line whatsoever. That was one of those things. Like I just fired off without even thinking, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't even anything." And then like I almost wanted to delete it, just because I felt like you revealed that yesterday while we're in the reveals corner. Mm. You were saying you're a a, a tweet deleter. Tweet like deleter. Like if a tweet if a tweet does not play well, you'll just take it down. Gonzo, take it down. Sometimes like immediately. I'll like after like a minute, I'll be like, "Fuck." It's got no likes. Is a dud. I got to get rid of this. How quickly are you expecting these likes? I don't know. I'm a sick person. How many Tw followers Twitter's, do you have? Twitter's an unhealthy place to be. <laughs> but uh, I have like 900 okay. or so. So you, your Nothing. tweets get a little bit of activity right away. The only thing is I have a handful of followers who have a bunch of followers. Mm. And sometimes like that's how I get some traction on these turkeys. Because they'll re repost you. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's all like nothing. It's just, it's a crapshoot. Have you ever, you got a free Hubie Halloween t-shirt out of Twitter once. Have you ever gotten anything else that would be worthwhile or is that it? I mean, some, met some fun rascals like Bug Mane and Pug Mane. When are openings. they going to do the show? Hopefully Bug in soon. particular. I mean, while we're talking about it, BugCon 
their branding as the final BugCon is happening this weekend in uh, California at the Marriott Burbank, I believe. Are you on your way? I mean, I wish it was easier to travel. I wanted to go, but it's like, it's a whole thing. I looked up plane tickets. They're all expensive. thousand bucks each way? I mean, basically. Yeah. Especially like at this point. I looked it up on like Monday to be like, how much would it be for Friday? Is that enough of a advance notice for it to be cheaper? Am I still talking? Well, the thing is, is fuel is, it's the cost of fuel has gone up. And they've also, because of all the airline issues with COVID, so many pilots, like, I don't, I don't think there are a lot of airlines, like, it's like, maybe they're not allowed to fly if they're not vaccinated or mm-hmm. whatever. But there's also, there's been strikes and people quitting. Mm-hmm. And with all of that, it's just driving the price of everything up, anything plane related. Thanks, Obama. They're, they're well, uh, okay. Um, oh, he's here. I don't know why you got to blame me. Uh, that's right. I was just doing my podcast with Bruce Springsteen. It's very boring. Yeah, I actually saw a billboard for that earlier today and couldn't believe that that's still happening, Barack. There's a billboard? Yes. Why is that necessary? Why do they need to promote it? Good questions on both fronts. I wish I had answers. I don't. Also, the boss, uh, Bruce, has some other new show or something with Apple coming out. Ugh. I don't know. It's an Apple show, so you know I got to watch it. One of those, when it's like him, when he has a show, you know, it's just going to be him talking to the camera about like the American workforce. Sitting on a, like an amp with a Fender Telecaster and like a vest. Yeah. Just, like, just like, hey, I guess this is content. Yeah. I'm just going to talk for a bit. I hate him. I think he stinks. <laughs> he's, he's whatever. He's got some, some good cuts back in the day. <clears throat> Nebraska, hell of an album. But uh, while we're talking about theaters and things of that nature, did you see that the world's second largest cinema chain, Cineworld, owner of Regal Cinemas and others, is preparing to file for bankruptcy? The movies! Yeah! <laughs> I should which, star movies. Say again which uh, companies are under that umbrella? Uh, Regal Cinemas is the big one. So the that- Kingston Theater... Probably I think there's one on the Cape. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what else. They used to be a heavyweight. They used to be like mm-hmm. an AMC type, and they're going to be gone, presumably. That's eventually. fine. Well, someone will just buy them. Yeah. I like, mean, everything be- will just be an AMC, probably. Um, Bummer. Um, er- Wait, did you say it's Landmark? Is Landmark a part of it, or they're separate? They're separate. Okay. I feel like they'd mention them in this blurb. Mm. They mentioned Regal Cinemas, so I think that's... The only like heavyweight. Somebody, I think years ago when I had the church, got me a Regal Cinemas, like something. I don't know if it was an insider or whatever their deal, Mm. ABC insider. Anyway, and I was like, I don't really go to that theater, but like there is the one in Kingston. And we were going to the, we'd go to the Kingston one like once a month at one point. I'm so susceptible to those deals. I almost signed up for the fucking Star Pass at Showcase Dedham last night. I was just looking at it like I, I I think I need this thing. This is like almost what? close to half of what Movie Pass used to be. Do they still have the warm cookies in the concession stand? I think they do. I was remembering when I walked oh, in. Man. I don't think I'd been there since the last time we went there to see like Fast and Furious Six, like eleven years ago, because they have that Nathan's hot dog <laughs> place and the other, uh, mm. you know, some interesting food places. What did you end up it's getting? Nothing. Back. Nothing. I never get anything. You didn't get like a crusty maggot gargoyle to go? No sips, no bites. 
Yeah, what is that? You never get anything at the movies. Are you like trying, you don't want to spend the money, you don't want to have to pee, both you don't want to have to pee in a cup? Both of those, all three of those things, and also other things that I can't think of. If it was more socially acceptable, I would pee in cups everywhere. <laughs> I'm a big cup guy. Cup guy. Cuphead. That, uh, I mean, if it works for you, don't want to hold it in. And you don't want to miss a moment of right. a picture. I just went in my pants. My favorite. I'm wearing a diaper at this Coheed and Cambria show. And uh, some other big news. Ryan Gosling, who is, I think they're still filming that Greta Gerwig Barbie movie, him and Margot Robbie. Friends of the show. No doubt. And I guess they're having fun on that set because they have been cast to star in another Ocean's Eleven prequel movie for Warner Brothers. Both of the two? Is she the test character or what? I mean, they'll probably be new characters, I hope. That would be funny if Ryan Gosling as Danny Ocean and Margot Robbie (laughs) as Tess Ocean. I don't... I wouldn't have a problem with a shot-for-shot remake of the original Ocean's Eleven with the entire (laughs) cast recast with, like, younger, cool actors. And Soderbergh coming back to direct? Um, I'd take a peek at that. I would say instead of Soderbergh, maybe... Nah, yeah, you're right. You have to have the original director. Original director, original screenplay, everything's the same. Just recast everybody. Same wardrobe, same everything. I wonder if they'll make... Because for people who don't remember, which is most people, because it was bad and forgettable, they made Ocean's 8 with uh, Sandy Bullock playing, uh, like, Abigail Ocean, like Danny Ocean's sister, who was also a caper person. (laughs) No good? That he never mentioned, and they just tried to, like, sneak her in there. And it was horrible, and I guess they're going to try again. It'll probably be better with... uh, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. Yeah, I'm curious where they go with that. Ocean's Eight wasn't a prequel, right? It was just like it's a, was it standalone? They like no, was, bar- they referenced. Well, that was the annoying part. Is like they had her at like Danny Ocean's grave. They were like, he's right. dead. And my big idea, I remember doing this on like one of our first episodes. Is mm. like they should have ended it with like him being like, oh, I'm obviously still alive, and like teasing Ocean's seventy five or. Mm. Ocean's 13 plus 8. Was the implication that Danny Ocean died after Ocean's 13? Yeah, it's like... What, I can't remember that. It's like, you're going to make like a shitty sequel with none of the stars and tell us that like Danny Ocean's dead? It's like, get the fuck out of here. It's a dog shit. Yeah, that's dumb. Hated it. It was a horrible movie. Danny Ocean. And this new one, the like, Ryan Gosling's his other brother, who also robs stuff. His name was Steve Ocean. Sick. And it'll be dope. Billy Ocean, perhaps? Oh, shit. That actually is fucking sick. That's a fucking green and, light. And the, the pop star does the whole soundtrack. Caribbean Queen? Is that him? Oh, yeah. Is that someone else? Okay, good. Uh, I believe it's called Caribbean Queen, parentheses, On the Run. Caribbean Queen. That might be his number one. I mean... No, it's No More Love on the Run. Oh. Coming at ya. How we doing, everybody? Ooh. Folks, coming at you. And I don't know if you saw this, but one of your guys, Jonah Hill, is in the news. You see I saw this? that, yeah. Did you hear about this? He's making a movie with his therapist. That, which sounds wild, 
It's um, it's like a documentary type movie, not a theat, not like a a fucking narrative feature film, correct? Correct. I do believe that uh, it's actually just a sequel to mid '90s with his therapist skateboarding. <laughs> so mean, it's going to be sick. His therapist has actually had never skateboarded before, and they just sort of pushed him down the ramp. Ooh. Bam Margera <laughs> is doing all the practical stunt effects. Dude, fucking ape and Phil. I'm fucking Jonah Hill's fucking therapist. Him being fucking. like a completely different body type. <laughs> like I'm the stunt double brew. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, anyway, sorry. The yeah. In addition to that, he announced that uh, he's stepping back from movie promotion and public appearances, mm-hmm. saying that in almost 20 years of uh, being a public figure, he's experienced anxiety attacks that are made worse by media appearances and public-facing events, putting himself first and taking an important step to protect myself. Mm. I wow. feel like I could get away with a speech like that to my clients, and then I can just not go to work anymore. I know, right? This is like, you know, I'm sure it's a valid thing and real, but wouldn't you love to do this? I'd love to do this. Sounds anyway, great, yeah. Just be like, I'm going to take a step back from work for a while because I'm I'm nervous. Yeah, like I'm feeling unwell mentally and I need some time. Oh, you had an anxiety attack, Jonah? Guess what? Me too. Every 20 minutes. Yeah. Roll with it. Adapt. <laughs> but I mean. Aching. <laughs> maybe we're being jerks. It's probably fair. He's just, you know. Yeah. You know what it is? And I saw a funny Kim Congdon stand up comedian from New York had a funny Very quote funny, the babe. other day. I'll just play it. I actually have it saved. Ooh. Let me look pull at this. that up. We're entering Jamie, pull the, that uh, up. Entering the fucking Kim Congdon corner. All right, here we go. So I got a kick out of that. And it's yeah. just a very concise way of summarizing like how the fact, like Lucy and I discussed this last night, like that, Black Eyed Peas song, Let's Get Retarded. Mm. Like Gen Z doesn't even know that those are the lyrics. They just assume that it's Let's Get It Started when they hear it at like a Celtics game or whatever. And yeah, someone, I feel like someone has said this, but like that might've been the beginning of like them like changing everything and being like, ooh, everything's like a a could you. Them changing the lyrics of the Black Eyed Peas song from Let's Get Retarded to Let's Get It Started. Yeah, that was definitely a part of it, I think. That it was, was like that was like 20, what, 14, 15, and then just the tide turned. Mm. I, be, I, I I've always said that cancel culture and not to be like the 19th white guy podcast talking about cancel culture cuz yeah, you know I feel like this that's always... we're a, it's a meme right now what we're doing. Yeah, it's this is bad. But, I don't want to do but this, yeah. but just do it real quick. <laughs> Trump, I think, is the reason for it. He's really? the reason that the the pendulum swung in that direction and then the 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 radical left, which was kind of like the radical left and the radical right were both things people kind of laughed at. And then it was sort yeah. of like it almost gave both of them a, a, a pedestal. I feel like it was it hap- never went away. I feel like this was happening even before Trump, but that definitely like kicked it into yes. overdrive and was like the, the could you tend all should But we should talk about something else, possibly right. this week's top story. The wow. HBO Max is going nuts over there. This is like a shelving of, 
a shelving the likes of which we've never seen before. <laughs> I think we talked about it a little bit last week. HBO Max is removing their own content from their own streaming service. They have new they have new management who's like cleaning house and like reformatting their whole thing. They're changing to like HBO Discovery Plus or whatever the fuck it's going to be called. I think it's still I up still in don't, I need to understand how the Discovery fits in. Yeah, it's like come on, no one needs that. But they they removed over 200 episodes of Sesame Street, which seems odd. It's Why? Like, yeah, it's like, that's isn't that like your, Sesame your big Street, kids show? Oh, because of that whole Sesame Place thing that happened, maybe. They like went on a deep dive to see if Sesame Street's racist. Well, HBO owns Sesame Street, which they didn't always. They bought it from like, whatever, a handful of years ago. Is Sesame Street associated with Jim Henson's production company? Are they under that Muppet umbrella? Maybe. I want to say No. I feel like they're competing Muppet organizations, but they, they also <laughs> That's might. What somebody be the same said thing. about our podcast last week. You know? <laughs> We're fucking, yeah, it's like a it's like a mob movie, but it's Team America puppet stuff. Years ago, we had the puppets. <laughs> Years ago, we had a, a kid friendly puppet animated version of The Departed, voiced by Hank and Hoops. But but yeah, I have a list of like all the stuff they're getting rid of. On HBO Max, that show Generation Plus. Uh, What's that again? That show, it was like a high school show with that kid who I thought was Will Smith Jr., but he's not. And like a bunch of their kids' shows and movies. That movie, um, An American Pickle, starring friend of the show Seth Rogen. <laughs> they're removing that. Yeah, they're taking that movie off their service. It's an HBO Max original. It has no physical media release, and it only existed on their streaming site, and now they're taking it off of that. We like to talk about movies that don't exist. This movie, like, actually doesn't exist now. They're like, When does to, it come down? They're trying to delete it from history. It's already gone. They took it off. That's what they're... <laughs> uh, well, you yeah. know... <laughs> Bring, put it back. Oh, oh. guess uh, people don't like this one. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. And I just think this is wild. There's a bunch more. I wish I had like the story here because mm. it's mostly shows, but the big story is like they're doing this so they don't have to pay residuals to the people who made these things. Is Sick. what they're saying. So this is a real scandalous. Uh, the movie business is dying kind of story say, going it's on. It's such a bummer being reminded of how fucked up the whole business is. Yeah, it's bad. All the money that they're not going to spend, they're going to funnel into like another Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah, it's so funny that they... Exactly, like HBO Max, they're doing all these cuts. HBO Max is the company that gave Zack Snyder almost $100 million to recut a movie that bombed at the box office four years prior to make uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Safe. Which we reviewed here on the program and enjoyed muchly. It cost him that much to finish the movie? Yeah. It was like a half-done movie that they needed to like add effects to and do reshoots with like <laughs> Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, like big-name people. Ben was probably like, oh, that movie didn't do well. Like, I'll do it for $100 million. Or, okay. you know, 10 million for two days of work. Yeah. And so it's just wild what's going on over there. I think it's hilarious, the whole scene. Well, I think eventually it's all going to get smushed into like three different companies and that's it. It'll be like 
Viacom, Disney, and like and Amazon, and right. that's like probably and that's it. it. And Netflix will probably get swallowed up by Amazon at some point, or oh, hundred percent. Like Eventually, Bezos will just they'll be because Netflix already had a bad year in terms of how the the how their stock went down and they lost a bunch of shareholders and whatever. Yeah. Eventually the Ted Sarandos will probably get tired of like the stand-up comedy witch hunt that he's a part of yeah. and just say, fuck it. And just let Bezos give him $10 billion for Netflix and call it a day. Like, you know what? I'm tired of spending all day, every day defending, having Dave Chappelle say trans things on my I'm streaming do, service. <laughs> I'm going to do another campfire special, yeah. like standing by a trash can, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and I'm going to say how I'm not transphobic for an hour. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, they they'll release him just like talking for five minutes about his anything. last special wasn't anything. His last several, like they've, it was just like a a chat. You can't even call what he's doing on Netflix specials anymore. They just released like two hour blocks of him just going. And this for, is coming from two huge Chappelle fans. Like I love him, and I will never, never not watch all of whatever it is that he puts out. Never, never. I've like. I don't think I've finished the last several, but I'm I'm still a fan. I, I finished all of them and I rate them all highly on on wherever I wow. rate. Letterboxd, and yeah, Letterbox. There it is. I believe my name on Letterboxd is um, Older Boy. Oh, one two three. Mine is Scott Sweeney, which is my mm. full real name. Wow. For people who aren't aware, they're out to get you. And I thought we'd talk about uh, Robert De Niro's new movie. Did you see and or hear about this? He's getting back. Is it another Fockers movie? I mean, kind of. He is, well, he's back in familiar territory, I'll say. Oh, right. I saw this. He's set to star in a movie called Wise Guys for Warner Brothers with Barry Levinson set to direct. Who, um, the director of Rain Man, most yes. notably. What did he do a year ago? Something bad. I think he's been like on ice for some time. He did do uh, Analyze This and Analyze That. No. So this did. is something of a De Niro, Barry Levinson reunion in mm. that respect. But yeah, if you want to look it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, keep going. But he, they're reteaming for a new movie that follows two Italian-American crime bosses who ran their respective families in the 20th century. Robert De Niro will play both of these characters Folks, it's a De Niro two-hander with a CGI showdown. Sounds great. Masterpiece wow. incoming. <laughs> They're probably going to use that Irishman technology. I can, like, picture this movie. Him doing, like, the, like, I'm keeping my eyes on you, fucker, like, hand gesture to another De Niro. Hopefully he gets another awesome scene, like, in The Irishman where he's kicking that guy in the street and he looks 250 years old. I mean, there no doubt will be. So I guess Barry Levinson produced City on a Hill, which is funny, but that's not what I was talking about. Well, City on a Hill, the Showtime series that exists. and it's Most recently. Currently in its third season. Yeah, Barry Levinson, he's been doing a lot of TV. He did some, he did a, like half the episodes. Yeah, he did, all, he did all of Dope Sick, I guess. That's what, maybe that's did where I saw it. Sick and Dope. The Survivor. What was the, oh yeah, that Keaton. The Survivor. The, the um, Ben Foster boxing Holocaust movie that sucks. Oh, yeah, that was a slog, but it yes. looks cool, and Ben Foster is a good actor. Ben Foster's great, and I was like, well, Rain Man, mm. it it sucked. Yeah, that bored me to shit. That was painfully boring. 
But this, I think this will be good. Also, the screenplay for this uh, De Niro CGI face-off movie was written by Nicholas Pileggi. Who, Is he the departed guy? No, but close. He wrote uh, the screenplays for Goodfellas and Casino. Right. And also, I think, Black Mass. He's like the mob guy mm. for like almost all of them, except for The Departed, which was written by William Monaghan. There it is. I wasn't going to get it. What did, what did William Monaghan write? Um, Gone Baby Gone? The book? No. Is that, a, is that a Ben Affleck original? That is, uh, I believe, a Ben Affleck script based on the book by Dennis Lehane. There it is. I always get Dennis Lehane confused with Monaghan. Workers. A lot of them. They're both like bean set guys just pounding that entire theme into dust. Yeah. And if any of them listen to the program <clears throat> and they want a green light, ugh, green light bean set crime drama, or any of these ventures that we talk about here. Yeah, we already got Daniel Craig to play Kincaid, so we're really not that worried about any of the rest of the cast. Yeah, he's well, like he's hot off shoot. that Bond juice, you know. Yeah, but I mean, we'll obviously see the shit out of Wise Guys. It'll be dope. Um, is that new Tim Dillon special on Netflix? I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch? I it? did. Yeah, we can cover it in reviews okay, if you want. We'll cover that later. I thought it was okay. They announced the average viewer of the CW is 58 years old, according to new majority stake owner Nexstar. This what? is kind of a wild reveal. Isn't the CW home to like Pretty Little Liars and Supernatural and trash like that? Gossip Girl? Exactly that. That's all that they have going on over there. And it's funny to imagine <laughs> a literal 58-year-old yeah. person throwing on Riverdale. Like potential like, grandmothers, like, you got to see this show, yeah. Riverdale. <laughs> This is about Archie, the comic, but like it was made by David Lynch. Every now and then I look at KJ Appa's cock outline in his jeans and I get moist. KJ. But that's fucked up. I also feel like the CW's probably in trouble. It's gotta be. I think they might be under the HBO umbrella. That's Warner Brothers, yeah. Remember when they were the WB? And then out of nowhere, like... 1999 they just switched over and started calling it the cw and like pushing more content onto it yeah i think that was a mistake like the wb had some yes like recognizability and things like that the cw is like what is this what does cw even stand for remember freeform yeah like what what do they why do they continue to do shit like that where it's like it's like we know you're owned by like viacom or disney or whatever why do you feel the need to like rebrand this network no one gives a fuck nobody's going oh is this new yeah it's like that's just like white ceos pissing all over each other as they they, as companies change hands and they want a new logo sometimes it makes sense it's like oh shit that's a better name like this was smart but when it's something like that it's like fucking cw but this I, content? Get the I fuck can't out of here. name a single time where it's been better. No. Are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. I'm not, sadly, Matt. And Johnny Depp will be returning to the director's chair after 25 years. I don't know what his original directorial effort is, but he's coming back and directing another movie called Modigliani, which. Ben Sobolioni. Hopefully, is like about Mordecai's brother. <laughs> And it's like a really fun caper comedy. But I guess it's about some like Italian artist. Uh, The movie's going to be co-produced by Al Pacino. Oh, hey, Johnny. 
Oh wait, they were in uh, Donnie Brasco together. I just that just flashed into my mind. Donnie Brasco is my favorite Johnny Depp movie. So they're probably like buddies. Okay, so this makes sense. I was gonna do a whole thing like, why is Al Pacino coming to John Depp's defense? Although I guess he did win his whole back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, even know what happened with any of that. Who cares? About I, I, I just want Johnny to start working and doing stuff that is not being on trial with Amber Heard again. And yeah. that way that if I see his face or if there's an article, it's not that. You're dying for another Pirates movie. You love I am, those. yeah. I'm, I'm just clamoring for it. I'm, I actually would prefer Amber Heard just kill herself. Wow. Clear that slate. And then it's just Johnny Depp content only, and you don't have to think about the fact that they were ever associated. I can't wait for her, like, eight-second scene in Aquaman 2, where she's like, hi, okay, I got to go real quick and, like, hang out with Mutt Williams in the multiverse. We'll never be back. Bye. (laughs) How much much do you think she negotiated for that paycheck? Probably not much. Like a mill? I think she got, like, fired, basically. (sighs) You're fired. But I think they filmed stuff. They probably like trimmed it down to like a CGI cameo. Like, uh, no she's idea. taking care of the kids with Brian, yeah. and that's <laughs> that's about it. She, Vin Diesel, just followed her into the highway. How afterlife. you doing, Amber? Listen, you gotta go really fast in this car. You hate to see it. I am Groot. I got paid ten million dollars to be Groot. Just real quick. Yeah, folks, every time I hear this song, I'm just like, wow, Vin Diesel really recorded a song, and I can listen to it whenever I want. Isn't Unless my- HBO decides to take it down <laughs> off of all the various streamers. Yeah, that's, this is a case for physical media and the importance of it, because if you yeah. have it in your hands, it exists. If it's on streaming, you never know what'll happen. Right, like every movie on the shelf over there... Mm. It's not going anywhere. How does that work? Yeah, those are yours. You own those. There's never, like, my streaming library could disappear tomorrow, and it's just like $10,000 into dust. Yeah, even iTunes. Your iTunes library. They could do whatever they want, whenever they want, if they... I'm sure there's something that I signed or whatever, like... Oh, yeah. It says, this is not mine. If it disappears, I don't get my money back. There's a no-doubter. There's... So that's kind of scary. Yeah, I kind of, like, fell out of buying physical media, which is a shame, just because I have all these streaming services and most stuff's on them. And it looks and sounds better and expensive. it's easier to access. And yeah. getting a DVD and putting it into the player and like using the remote and like it's just the whole, it's a whole thing. It's kind of a could, yeah. And then it doesn't look or sound as good. And then you have to go, you're navigating menus. Yeah. Like- my DVD player down here too is behind the TV because mm. I don't know, I didn't want to have it. Like the setup didn't work otherwise. We'll put it that way. Fair. And the remote, I have to be standing behind the TV to access it. So it ends up being like, I can't pause it, rewind it, whatever, unless I stand up. Like it's the 70s. Yeah, that's fucking I don't know. So it's, it just discourages me from watching DVDs, yeah. but I want to. Any inconvenience. <clears throat> I'm out. It's over. Right. Um, I don't... We've been talking about like The Walking Dead... <laughs> They've been in like the final season, part two of three, for what feels like years. Sick. They just announced this new show called Tales of the Walking Dead, which is like an anthology series. They just need to give up. It's like, stop. What about like DuckTales of the Walking Dead? (laughs) I mean, that would at least be like a fresh take. Maybe like some animated rascals, like duck zombies. That would at least be like mildly (laughs) new and fun. 
I, I just can't believe AMC used to like, you know, they used to have all the, the good shows. Now they have not like Better Call Saul just ended literally last week. They have nothing left anymore. How psyched were you for that finale? I still haven't watched it. I'm several episodes behind, but Are you don't worry. It? I had it spoiled for me on Twitter. Oh, no. It's fine. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you got it spoiled on Twitter? <laughs> it's fine. It happens. But How, how spoiled? Just I didn't like, go ahead and spoil it for the fans. No, I would never, folks. I would. I almost did. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I almost just Googled it now just to go, this is what happens. But I'm going to still watch it and enjoy it. I'm not going to let spoilers be that much of a thing. Whose tweet was it? Let's out them. I mean, all sorts of people. Just like, it was mainly just pictures of like moments. I can still, I still don't know like the full thrust right. of what happened. I can't stand when people are memeing shows live. It's yeah. like stop it. Especially with what like, the fuck are you doing? And they try to like make a bit out of a screenshot from an episode that like just happened. It's like, oh, you're already doing bits with this? I haven't been able to watch this. Or when I don't notice that it's like a lot of times it'll be you don't necessarily catch right away that it's from an episode you have not seen. Mm. And then you're watching the episode you've not seen and you see the meme and you're like, fucking fuck. Yeah. And then you just get mad. It's like, why is anyone online? Why can't I just enjoy this one show? I have that. Everything's a show. I go through that thought process of like, I'm just going to unfollow all of the media accounts. I don't want, I've, yeah. I've done a few recently. Entertainment Weekly was killing me. I was like, what am I doing following this? Yeah. It was like Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian oh, news hey. around the clock for two weeks. Oh, fuck yeah. And I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. We're like broke up and shit. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. It's an- Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was his last chance with me. <clears throat> And it, he blew it. Hey, dude. I, um, I'll, I'll pop up in something else. <clears throat> say. But yeah, it's uh, it's weird out there. And also mm. bad. Weird news. We were also talking the other day about like Disney just ruining media in the thread. And talking about like, like yeah, it's awful. But like, think about how much worse it will get. Just generally. Like, right now, like, they just unveiled oh. their new series, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, where... Which makes it seem like, oh, this has got to be like... Both Rion and Cod were like, yeah, it's pretty good. I was like, what the fuck is the matter with everybody? <laughs> yeah. Like, we've, I feel like there's like this potion going around or like some sort of mental do you hypnosis feel like that I'm not a part of. Do you feel like you're taking crazy pills? I do a lot. <laughs> when there's... <clears throat> sorry about my throat being all dry today. Please. I'm like, when there's a new movie or show that's like, for yeah, like fucking She-Hulk? Is this like exploring the idea of like, what if Hulk were a woman? Yeah, and it's just it's, come on. It's embarrassing for for entertainment at large. It's like this is what you're rolling out, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. This is a show. It's this like, exists. I'll probably watch and be like, guess what? It's a ten out of ten. I love it, but it just seems fucking insane. Yeah, the Lady Hulk is is like in the courtroom with a pantsuit on. And like, and that was it another th- doesn't go her way, so she bursts out of the suit, and you see her boobs. <laughs> Kid, this sounds sick. I should have had you on the creative team. But, like, they released a clip. This is what Twitter's good for. Like, they had a clip of uh, She-Hulk complaining to Hulk Hulk, which is played by Mark Ruffalo. He came back for this uh, (laughs) Disney Plus original series, at least for, like, a couple scenes, I guess. And she's saying, like, she's explaining how tough it is to be a woman, basically. And, like, they just keep cutting to, like, him as the Hulk, like, nodding, being like, hmm, yes, yes. Like... In full agreement. Yeah, like... That so, sucks. Someone had a post that <clears throat> made me laugh. Like, he, he sat his green ass down and listened. <laughs> which is like the, you know, I play on that bit. Sure. It, uh... 
I don't know. It's just ridiculous out there, folks. And I will have a review of She-Hulk on next week's uh, program, I'm sure. Can't wait. He's in. And... <sighs> Mob Mondays, we already talked about that. Orphan First Kill, which is a, a sequel series to the... I saw that on iTunes, and I was like, wait, is this a real... Is this like a recut? Oh no! This it's is a, a whole new movie. This is a new series. Oh no! Several episodes. Oh like, no! <laughs> oh no! They made an orphan sequel series. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be such a hit because everybody loves the Conjuring universe. <laughs> what is this like, Hank's gay cousin <laughs> from Family Guy? Orphan, <laughs> orphan first kill. Uh, lower. Uh, fuck. Peter. <laughs> they're gonna watch all the orphan movies. Peter, there's nobody... nothing you can do to stop it. Nobody remembers Orphan. Uh, Peter, it's me, Joe. Peter. I'm in a wheelchair, Peter. Now, now, now. <laughs> orphan. Us showcasing our like 63% good family guy <laughs> impressions. That fucking percentage is right on the money. But yeah, this, for people who don't remember Orphan, the movie that came out in like 2007 or whatever. I'm an orphan. You <laughs> could be a hundred and still be an orphan. R.I.P. Funkhauser. <laughs> it's not like one of the best bits on Curb ever. But we digress. And Orphan is not a great movie. It's a cheesy, like, low-budge horror movie. But it has a great twist at the end where this... What do you think is a little girl, the whole movie? Like a 10-year-old girl is revealed to be like a 40-year-old crazy midget who Spoiler is alert. pretending to be a young child. Enjoy through, your many years. <laughs> through like makeup and just like it doesn't make sense, but like, it was a fun twist. It's like, mm. you know, campy and over the top. I think Vera Farmiga plays the mom and someone else. Her just sinking her teeth into that never-ending franchise. We're like, oh my God, what we thought was our daughter is actually this uh, weird small person. That sounds like men meets Severance. Ooh. Or not Severance. Uh, what's the M. Night Shyamalan HBO show? Right. Apple TV Plus show. I mean, hopefully they're making old into a series. That would be dope. No, it's the one with the girl oh, from um, the bus or whatever can... her name is from Six Feet Under. You can get it. I'm right on the cusp. It starts with an S. It's not Severance. S Swami Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> no, it's uh, Servant. I know Mary Servant. Like, there it is. I know Mary like I think I do. She'll invite us right in for tea and scrumpets. Nailed it. No notes. <laughs> but yeah, that um, Orphan First Kill, they've decided that uh, there's more story to tell. I think they got the girl back who played, uh, you know, the young version of the character. And I don't know. I'll check this out. We'll see how it goes. That's marvelous. They also, that new Game of Thrones show starts on Sunday. Did you watch the trailer? I I haven't I've seen like the it trailers the HBO the quick ones you know it looks cool the reviews seem generally favorable mm. people seem to be digging it me being a Thrones guy is still funny you're a Thrones head <clears throat> it's your favorite thing you're a fantasy guy you like hard sci-fi I do the whole deal I think fantasy for me mm. I'm out on almost all of it yeah 
But for whatever reason, Thrones had me in a chokehold at the very end. I was like, all right, I'm in. It was a fun show. I liked it. Falls off a fucking cliff at the end, as everybody knows. But what can you do? I disagree. I mean, they announced today Nathan Fielder's show, The Rehearsal, has been renewed for season two at HBO. Well, that seems like a given, yeah. I actually didn't see it as a given. I felt like no one is watching it but us and like a couple turkeys. Nah, I, type I've deal. heard. I it just has the feeling of a. I bet you it'll get nominated for an Emmy. I mean, I do think a, he's like an insane person doing like work yeah. that no one else is even in. You know what it is? Kind of close to. I must admit, I did prefer Nathan for you. I like better. I think it's a more funny concept. This is just like inventive and wild. Yes. I will say <clears throat> that Nathan for you is more varied. Yes. In like the amount of different people and scenarios that he does in a given episode and like episode to episode. This one's like kind of one concept with a bunch of different things within that. But I still think it's very good. And he's getting like a lot out of it. Anyways. I want to see him do a scripted drama. Yeah. Like a full blown. Well, he is working on that. Yeah. Him and the Safety brothers are doing a show for right. HBO with like Emma Stone and somebody. I don't know what stage oh, wow. of the process. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> that sounds like fucking Kermit. Scam scratch that mulligan. In it's a breakfast ball. I was toying with the idea of doing my Kermit. I don't think I can do it. Oh, Miss Piggy. Oh, that's good. Oh, bother. Hmm. Oh, Pooh's here. Oh, the oh, whole gang. I'm, we're all here, Mr. Mr. Uh, Hoops. Uh, hey, Winnie. Uh, <laughs> oh, Peter, do you want to borrow some of my honey? Uh, I do. Uh, uh, fuck. It seems today <laughs> that all you see... It's violence and movies oh, and shit. sex on TV. This is like a haunting <laughs> a haunting version okay. of the Family Guy theme. Jordan Peele's going to use this in the trailer for his next movie. <laughs> but like, like Family Guy, the movie from the creators of Ted. <laughs> Greenlight. And, and old from the creators of Ted 2 and old comes, comes Family Guy, the horror movie. Comes... The Turkey Boy's favorite piece of content ever created <laughs> that no one else will even take a peek at. <laughs> it's like Seth MacFarlane as Ted. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, can I be there if Ted's there? If Ted's there, I'm there too. I'm contractually obligated. Yeah, how are you? Oh, that'd be good. That's the good stuff. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm glad I got all that on tape. And so it's in his contract that he has to have a Wahlburger on camera, or I won't be there. Yeah. And, and Peter I, Berg's going to produce. That's right. And me and Peter Berg <clears throat> are working on a new movie about the Orange Line being shut down for a month, and it's going to probably be a fucking Academy Award winning film. Like it's, Winnie uh, the Pooh riding the Orange Line with Ted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but Ted Green is... Night. Played by Mark Wahlberg instead of Seth MacFarlane. Only yeah. it's a live action Ted, like Mark Wahlberg in a teddy bear costume. Ooh, wow. This is sounding like a real piece of work. Mm. We might get Todd Salons to direct this. Or he, uh, maybe uh, the guy who did fucking The Science of Sleep. That 
Fuck, Guillermo del Toro. What, what the fuck is that guy's name? Yeah, his name's so artsy. I can't even. Alessandro Nivola or something. Like, what is it, really? That's a good poll. I can't the think The Science of, it. of Sleep is the same guy as uh, oh, my, Eternal Michael Sunshine, Gondry, right? Yes. I just thought of it. Michael Gondry. I think it's like Michel because he's French. Yeah, there it is. Wow, Eternal Sunshine is a bad movie. Uh, I think it's a masterpiece. How about that hot take that no one agrees with? Probably in my top 10. I love coming in with that when people are talking about it. I go, no, I didn't like it. Not for me. People are like, what? I think it's one of the best, like most creative original movies ever. I'm going to say I think it's funny. Jim Carrey's best movie is Dumb and Dumber. I was hoping you were going to say like the number 23 or something <laughs> fucked up like that. Actually, if I'm talking about movies with number in the title, I would never Ooh. stray away from the number 27 starring friend of the show, Jared Leto. Oh, shit. As Mark David Chapman. It's actually called Chapter 27. I hate to... Uh, Damn it. I You're right. To you, but... Chapter 27. Him having that big gain and then realizing that no one would ever watch the movie. Yeah, there's nothing funny than he had like actual health problems from the amount of weight he put on to star in a movie that nobody saw. That's like 50 Cent losing 100 pounds Shit, for man. that movie about ha. AIDS and then no one watched it. Shit, what was that called? Like All the Money in the World 2 or something? I can't even remember. That's right. I think it was from the Book of Power, whatever it was called. Mm. I can't Perhaps remember. it was Book of Canaan Season 2. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. But I mean... I also saw that uh, Dwayne Johnson, oh. uh, enemy of the show, says that the goal after Black Adam is to, quote, really expand the universe, introduce new characters and spinoffs, and be really strategic about the plan. Has there ever been anyone in the history of movies who talks about them in a way that makes it... Less fun. Yeah. Is like, what, I know exactly what you're saying. He's like the guy who comes to the sleepover and like midnight hits and he's like, guys, we got to turn in. Yeah. Like, let's get strategic here, team. Like, the, I'm here to disrupt the- Hey, man. The, the hierarchy of this sleepover. There's literally zero art in the Rocks universe, in his orbit, whatever. It's just like- property he literally calls movies films whatever properties yeah like they're asking him like what are your plans after black adam he's like to make another one with new characters that can be spun off into other movies that i can get a producer credit on we're being strategic it's like you're just you fucking stink i miss the days when it was like daniel day lewis and then Harvey Weinstein. And like that was the bridge to, to movies. It was like this fucking weird creep who's very good at his job, probably raping women. And then a traditionally phenomenal white male actor driving the boat. I'm, I was going to roar into a <laughs> Hank take, but I'm joking. I'm joking about part of that. What I, but I'm yes, saying yes, like yes. you get like a Tarantino and then a lunatic like Harvey Weinstein and they're going to cook up a phenomenal movie and the business part of it, like most people don't even know who Harvey Weinstein is, the business end of a film. I mean, until he had his scandal, guy was making movies for 20 years. Yeah, like the majority of people who even watch movies will probably need to be told about Correct. the Weinstein company and like any producer. Right. Of exactly. Any, like they're just not aware the of Rock is things. taking his executive producer credit and just like putting it in our face as the promotion of the movie, like we're going to get excited about a business meeting he's having. Yeah. Like, can't you wait? 
They're like, yeah. aren't you excited to see me play the exact same character I play in everything yeah. in some fucking turkey in five years? Wait till you see the numbers from the merch in Q1 last year. Yeah. Shut up, dude. You suck. The you were a fucking wrestling steroid addict, and now you've fallen upwards into the most unbelievably unfathomable career in not even just in the history of Hollywood, in the history of the world. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Stop making like sandals with your picture on them. Yeah. And I feel like people are like catching up. I've seen a lot more people than I used to being like, like, geez, The Rock is really just not even kind of stretching with anything he does. Trey texted me yesterday and said, would you be happy if The Rock died? And it made me laugh for like five minutes. And I was like, yes, I would. Because he stinks. <laughs> He's going on record with it. I hope I uh, outlive The Rock by a large margin. Like, I hope I need, you do too. I need his steroids to kick in. And like, because yeah, to look at his body him. and say he's not on steroids now is a fucking lie. Yeah, <clears throat> I won't say I want him to die, but I want everyone I've ever known to outlive him. And I hope that they do. Like, maybe we like get like powerful. his liver, his kidneys, his heart shut down. And like, he's just like pissing into a bag and he can't do anything on camera again. My heart shut down, but then the fans, they said, we like it better when it's beaten. I'm in the hospital, boots to asses. The global response. Fuck you, dude. We used some Terramana tequila to restart my heart, and now I'm back. And uh, Azoa Energy saved my life. And uh, okay, that's enough of the rock. He needs to be destroyed. I actually don't want to shake his hand. I deny the rock a handshake. If the rock said he wanted to be on the show, would you allow it? Fuck. I would just to. Pretend like I was going to hit him with one of these attacks that we just did and then probably be starstruck and beg him for a cameo in Jumanji 3. The funny part is if he was here right now, we'd kiss his ass. Yeah. Look, I've really liked you in Gridiron Gang, dude. You were like sick in Southland Tales. (laughs) I bet like a lot of people don't like compliment you on that movie. That was like a cool uh, cult favorite. I really enjoyed San Andreas. Like, I feel like it got a bad rap. There was, like, a lot of really cool drone shots. Brother. I'm like, thanks a lot for reminding me of my properties. So, yeah, we're making a sequel, even though nobody wants one. We're going to get David Ayer involved. (laughs) That's right, brother. But, yeah, hopefully that happens, even though it'd be fucked up. Mm. And... I think that might be all we have for news. You want to take a little break-a-roo? Yeah, maybe we take a break, come back with reviews of uh, Bodies, 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 Emily the Criminal, and more. Done. I normally do a joke we're going to come back with, but those are just real. It's an honor to be joined by men. <laughs> and not faggot-ass, cornhole, and cocksuckers like married my cousin. No. Oh. fucking die. Requires it. Hello. Hello, team. <sighs> We're joined here by Mo Sislak from Good uh, pull on the last name. Springfield, Mass. When I was in Springfield the other day, I was I probably sent you guys a bunch. I was just saying a few Simpsons bits, yeah. My mind was just swimming with possibilities. I'm surprised nobody stole your truck. I mean, they probably should have. I would have been like, whoa, man. 
Like, just doing Simpsons bits to yourself <laughs> as you're stranded in Springfield. Uh, <clears throat> is this healthy behavior? Fans, let us know. Enough the podcast at gmail.com. I think so. As we alluded to earlier in the program, we both separately went to the pictures and saw a little movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. The movie so shitty they named it Thrice. Do you agree? I hated it, yeah. <laughs> What's your re- reveal? What's your take that you've had bottled up for the last 36 hours? We got to save it to the end because... God damn I it. might even save it to the end of the episode because it's spoiler-based, and I don't want to give away the ending to this new movie that just came out in theaters to all the turkey heads. You mean when uh, Pete Davidson got killed within the first six minutes of the movie? Oh, hey, man. How, how fucking dare you? How fucking dare you give away the fact that I basically just like show up in movies to die and like do 10 minutes of work and then just kind of like fucking fuck off, do my thing. I think unless he's playing like the son of a fallen firefighter, it's out of his depth. Even that was a stretch for right. him. <laughs> it kind of was. It worked, but. Oh, me and Bill Burr kind of fucking. Oh, dude, yeah. Eh. You got a dead father. <laughs> ah, Mia. Speaking of which, I'm seeing Bill Burr this evening. You can tell the fans all about it because by the time they hear this, it will have already happened. Reveal. Scotty's secret show. Secret show. I would go if I weren't already seeing him on Sunday. You've seen him at Fenway, which is like Sicka and possibly Dopa too. I think you may get to meet him, which is cool. On a smaller... It's true. I love the idea of yeah. me corralling him and being like, so um, er, on The Mandalorian, what planet is your character from? <laughs> Bill, hold on. Where are you going? I need I need this answer, Bill. Tell me. <clears throat> Making a big scene. <laughs> and like stabbing me. This could be my night. Could be big. Big Friday night? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, it should be fun. How many people do you think will be there? It's at uh, Nick's Comedy Stop, which is a relatively small venue for such a thing. Probably like 50 or so. Is that in Fanuel? No. It's in... I've never been there. Like, what building is it in? I can't, I think it's, like, somewhat outside the city. I can't remember the details. Oh, Classic boy. Classic Scotty stuff. I never You'll know. You'll be there in two hours. You're, <laughs> you're still spinning those eyes. It's going to follow that GPS, baby. Here I go. I got the GPS. <laughs> if your GPS told you to drive off of a bridge, would you just keep going? I would. I would oblige it. And be like, well, it seems like, I mean. I'm going to show up and be like, where's Bill? Computer knows what they're doing. And then murder him in the green room, green room-like fashion. Eh, Dude, dude, you're stabbing me. You got to be in the sleeper hold. (laughs) Lovely Nia. Me spoiling green room for you? Fuck. You spoiler sicko. Um, Oh, but back to bodies, bodies, bodies. I hated it a lot. Mm. I pissed in a cup. Mm -hmm. And I was the only one in the theater. And then I walked out dissatisfied this is a movie they it's an a24 movie Mm. which like only in like like the look of it or i don't know maybe just maybe i'm getting tired of the a24 stuff i was i found myself like souring Mm. on like their brand watching this movie the last a24 movie that really blew my hair back was probably uncut gems right i mean uncut Uncut (laughs) gems is that Uh, bit back i think it's back it's back (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this one, it's not much of a horror movie. It's basically like a, it's a bunch of like millennials all Gen like Z. meeting. Or yeah, Gen Z. They're, they're toddlers. They're, they're even beyond that. Yeah. They're the, meeting at like some, I guess, Pete Davidson's house for a oh, hurricane yeah. party. 
Yeah, it's like a party. They're all hanging out, having a goo. And the horror movie part doesn't even like kick in until like more than halfway into the movie. It's it's like set up heavy. It's not the- even really a horror movie as much as it's like a bad thriller. Yeah, it's actually, not scary at any point. Yeah, it's not like someone, one of the reviews I saw before seeing it compared it to Scream. And whoever wrote that is a fucking dipshit because this is this couldn't be further from Scream. Outside it's, of the fact that like there are young people in it and they talk about movies in like one scene. I would pop this into like a like a it's like a scream if it's a scream meets like I don't know, little women. Meets or something. like spring breakers. Right. Something fucked up. Another A twenty four property. I think that there's a scream element to it in the sense that there's like not even like a fourth wall break. It's just like that that like on the nose teen you know, horror, dramedy, whatever. And mm. this movie just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I thought... Strange cast. The only... Th- yeah, Rachel Sennett, who I know mainly from Instagram, It's mm. just like a... a just whacking away to her jugs. <laughs> well, I mean, she does have premier jugs, but she's just like a funny... She's a stand-up. She's mm. a, a comedy person. But she's like popping up in real movies. This is the first like or the biggest movie I've seen her in. And she was the only thing about this movie that even kind of worked. And not just because I was like a fan going in, like she gets like all the funny bits, the only funny bits. Anything that required any type of legwork, they were giving it to her. Yeah. She's like the Randy. If we're going to continue comparing this movie to Scream for right. reasons unknown. Randy, don't eat that. <laughs> but Fucking I mean, Randy's got... They do it's a lot. Full of dirty old cheeseburgers. Love how you have that clip, but you just chose to sing it for fun. Safe. Classic. But this, uh, the other people in this cast, this had the girl from Borat 2, whose name I can't recall, Maria something. Mm. She's like kind of the lead. It had the girl from Industry. These are all people whose oh, names industry. I can't remember. One of the girls from Industry. <laughs> the little show that could. I, I think that you underestimate how good it is. I think you overestimate. No, no, no. The idea of anyone even knowing what <clears throat> industry is. Lee Pace, friend of the show, P Face. <laughs> oh, P Face. Also, maybe known as you. I was in the. <laughs> we were talking about this movie, and I just sat down, mm. and we saw it separately. And Jesus. you, t- Lee Pace, is a guy who I forgot existed, and you guys were talking about him, and then you texted P Lace. <laughs> And I had like one of the biggest cackles I've had in months. Mm. I laughed out loud while texting it, knowing how funny you would find it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh fuck, this is gonna really hit the spot. It's like can my tell. like home run bread and butter, like wordplay on a toddler's level. And I'm a like, good oh, like <laughs> P. And then we went we went from P lace to P face. Mm. Picture like, oh, hey, dude, I'm like peeing all over you. <laughs> Fucking, this is a scene stealing It was moment. even funnier because I was peeing in the theater as I was reading some of this. It's all coming together. It was, it was just a perfect bit within a bit. It's what you call destiny, folks. But yeah, this, he was actually one of the better parts. Probably, P- yeah. P-Lace, whatever we want to call him. <laughs> P-Face. He plays like the older guy dealing with all these wacky Gen Zers. Also, the whole bit of them like... They say all the Gen Z things to the point. Right. Where they're like, that's mid, that's sus. And yeah, it's just like, okay, like, that's scripted. They say them in a row almost 
to the point where I'm like, is this funny that they're doing them all like this rapidly? But it was also like killing me. They were like, right. you're being toxic. You're being. Uh, they almost like that's the them. fourth wall break that scene where he's like, what are you going to say? I'm a narcissist next. And like, it was like a, just like a, like yeah. a bird's eye view of Gen Z. And like, yeah, they're a sickening generation of people. If you're a Generation Z member and you're listening to the hmm. podcast, shut it off. Yeah. Like they, they were doing like the we're more clever than the audience, like meta, beyond meta thing. But I felt like a lot of it wasn't working. I was just like, eh. mm. I was like sneering. Yeah. Damn near wincing at some of this uh, I hated it. stuff. I gave it two stars out of five, and then I corrected it to one and a half. Mm. What did you give it? I mean, it's interesting you ask. I did log it on Letterboxd, did not give it a star rating yet. You sick freak. I've been preparing for this moment. Mm. <laughs> Just waiting, building, bubbling for this. I was ready to give this movie a like two-star review, maybe even one and a half, up until the ending, which no. didn't like save the movie, but I think... The ending of this movie was one of the most like clever, unexpected horror movie endings I've ever seen. There's the hot take. What do you think? I'm, I'm going to try to not spoil it for the fans. You mean when Pete Davidson is swinging around a sword and he accidentally kills himself? Yes, because the whole movie, everyone's paranoid. They're thinking everyone else is the killer. Hold on. Or let's insert like a spoiler warning, like like a minute ago. How dare you fucking play the crickets during my big moment? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking call the police. Life is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they. Wait, what was the whole? Do you appreciate thing? me letting you like fl float in the wind with this take? I don't actually, <laughs> but thank you for asking. Just fucking I... ruined everything. I was in mid take. I got to be honest with you. I see where you're coming from. Yes. No. I understand. Continue, though. The thing, they reveal that there is no killer. There was. It was all just a misunderstanding. They thought someone got killed at the beginning. Then everyone was so paranoid mm. that they ended up like killing each other as a result of that. Just horror movie-wise. Like, the killer is no killer. I thought that was very clever. I was jealous of it. I wish I came up with it. Yeah, that's the type of movie that they wrote backwards, probably. Yeah. They came up with that premise and then thought, let's just work the rest around it. Because I was legit like, this movie sucks. And then that happened. And I was like, fuck, I think I like this. Like, I think they fucking, I almost never do this. But like, I think the ending, I think the big finish was so big. I was angry that they gave Connor O'Malley one line. Yeah, and, and that cameo. I couldn't, How about use him for the whole fucking movie? I couldn't even believe that. Swap him with fucking P. Lace. Because, yeah, I guess, like, who's the cameo at the end of this? Bug Mane? You guys yeah. are, like, equally absurd. Well, a Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, Conor um, O'Malley O'Malley wouldn't have worked in the in the Lee Pace category because, you know, Lee Pace is, I guess you could say, tall and handsome. Hmm. But it might have been funnier no, that no. way for Conor O'Malley to be pulling some young babe yeah. and him having, like, a bunch of lines and... It reminded me of Cabin Fever, like one weird cameo bit at the end. Mm. I thought he was going to like get Who's killed. the cameo at the end of Cabin Fever again? 
It's actually not even a cameo. They just bring back the blonde guy who you think died, but he lived, and then he gets shot a bunch. Yes, by the police, like, running out of the woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm a cabin fever guy. Awesome movie. And That's, that, like, a perfect teen horror comedy. Mm. This is not. Yes. Yeah, this, although, I don't know. The ending really won me back. It went from like a, a legit like one like this sucks. I'm gonna complain about this to everyone I see for the next several days to like this was pretty decent. So you went back up two and a half stars? I don't even know what to give it. Yeah, but, what are you gonna give it three stars? But for that ending definitely one minute. That ending gives it like a full star rating Oof. uptick. So you're up to three? I thought it was that clever mm. and fun and workish. Interesting. But yeah, the everything but that not great. Talk to me about... Them. And also... Oh, sorry. Just like the way they did it wasn't even that cool. It could have been done way better. I just... The idea of that, I thought right. was so like... Yeah, I almost, mean, I get it. There was a point when it was happening, I was like, I wish... I hope like they don't do this so I can steal this and use this for something. Because this is like the... When I like thought I pieced it together, I was Scotty I was prediction. Wrong. Yes. But yes, that's bodies, bodies, bodies. Now in theaters exclusively, I believe. Would you agree? Yeah, it'll probably be on VOD real quick. Kind of a style over substance movie. Yes. Would you agree with that also? 824 is guilty of that every now and again, if not more than not. They love that style. Yes, they do. Which I get. I mean, I'm a stu- I'm a sucker for style, but I'm mostly a dialogue script driven guy. Hmm. So like when I see something like this with a script that isn't, you know, blowing me out of the water, mm. it's hard for me. Like I wasn't not paying attention. Yeah. This is one of those movies like, I say this about everything, but like I thought it looked great. I thought the script was a big nothing right. un- until the big finish. I was like bored through most of it and like slogging along. I also, I don't like movies where it's dark the whole movie. Give me a break from that with my eyes. Like I was like trying to see everybody. It drives me fucking crazy, you know what? to be I, honest. I didn't like articulate that while watching it, but you're totally right. And literally like every instance of this movie is at night, except for maybe one yes. scene at the end. Like the first scene and the last scene are in the daytime and that's it. Mm. At one point, do you ever movies that are just like, it's two hours of nighttime. You're like, when does this night end? Yeah, like you, you got to spice How long up. is this weekend anyway? Yeah. You need to like throw in different kind of things. You gotta. I'm Gene. You gotta spice it up. Gene's trash. <laughs> How's the movie, Elaine? The movies. Uh, yes. And after or before seeing Bodies, 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 I saw Emily the Criminal. I wanted to see that. I'm so mad I saw Bodies instead of that. I know, that I, looked awesome. I literally wrote down, Ank is going to love this. I'll see it tomorrow. Love in caps. It's it stars friend of the show Aubrey Plaza in a this is a movie that was so like gritty and realistic. It feels like it was like a based on a true story type thing, even though I'm not mm. sure if it was. I need to look into that. But yes, Emily the Criminal, a movie that pauses the question, what if there was <laughs> someone named Emily was a criminal? <laughs> Can you even fathom such a thing? But yeah, this was great. I legit loved it. It's a fucking like indie darling, Safty Brothers type movie. Mm. Very gritty. I went into it completely blind. Maybe I'll go tonight. Ooh. Tonight. I can't, I don't want to share a theater. Yeah, it was, it was fucking dope. 
It was like one of the better movies she's done. Like, I feel like she's normally in a fantasy, weird kind of thing, playing the snarky sidecar, mm. which she's good at. She's playing like a real person in this movie, and she really rises to the occasion, I thought. Love that. I'm not going to like spoil the whole thing, but it's like her like working her way up from a shoplifter into like more serious crime. Mm. Crime! And I thought it was dope. I'm not even going to say more. I'm in. The, I want to see it. Aubrey Plaza looking real good in this movie. Yeah, she's a, an honorary list member. Yes, yes, yes. She's sexy. She's intelligent. Taking her to the North End. Yes, let's go to Sculler's Jazz Club. Uh. We'll take Route 3A the entire way. Yes. Cod's assistant asking if Ed has Parkinson's because of the way we do the voice. Classic. <laughs> Great stuff. But, uh... Emily yeah. the Criminal, now in theaters, starring Maya Rudolph or whatever the fuck. Aubrey Plaza and there a bunch of good sidecars. And yeah, they just really well done in every way. I'm going to keep mm. it vague so everyone can go in fresh. It has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And also, I saw these as a double feature. <clears throat> I'm sure I've said 17 times already. But I wrote here, I never feel more like myself than when I'm walking out of the movie theater after watching two movies. Mm. And then sitting in that 9 p.m. traffic on 93. Yeah, that was like a joke. Part of why I did this whatever. is because there's a movie theater literally like 200 yards from my place of employment. And I was like, oh, I'll go see these movies for the show and maybe avoid traffic later on. I was driving home at 9 p.m., maybe the, the worst traffic I've been in <laughs> like all month. <laughs> It was that bad? I couldn't believe it. Was there a reason, like an accident or something? Yeah. Big accident? No, big construction where like every lane was shut down. Guys, we got to get this done at night. Everybody get all your gear out. (laughs) Look, get that gear out, folks. How about how they're, let's do some local Boston stuff. I've been seething all week about the orange line getting shut down and how your job is going to be real tough for the next three, four months. Which is all roads lead to Wahlburgers. You're going to lose your fucking mind. Yeah. We may have to do the show remotely next week. Wow. You won't even be able to get here. You're not even going to believe it. I mean, I could be a cool Wi-Fi guy. Such a fucking disaster. It really, yeah, the whole... They're like, oh, we're going to shut down part of the green line and the entire orange line for several weeks, if not months, to mm. repair everything. Um, by the way, it's going to be a catastrophe on the roads. It's like, oh, that's cool. Traffic's not already, like, completely unbearable. I'm glad you're shutting down, like, the way... 200,000 people literally ride the orange line every week, every day, sorry. The way all of those people don't, you know, get around, so they'll be in the mix. That's good. That's fun for me. Just 200,000 people that are 100% the type of people that require daily trips to to and from work. To, fro. Oh, God. It's just, it's giving me anxiety, and I don't even drive towards the city more than one or two days a week. It's bad. I'm probably going to have a falling down-esque meltdown in traffic, maybe you just leaving, Monday. leaving that big truck on Route 3, like, oh boy, here I go. I mean, I'll, I'll do my best Michael Douglas. I'll try to make it a proper reboot worthy of uh, the work. Where are the drugs? Where are they? Douglas, friend of the show. Speaking of friends of the show, I think we both checked out the new Jamie Foxx Netflix original Day Shift. We did, yeah. I liked it. Guess How what? How about that? 
I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. Which I can't say about almost any other Netflix originals. Would you say this is a fake movie? I'm glad you asked. I was going to get to it myself. I think this is teetering on the edge of being a real movie on Earth. Wow. It's close. I have a meets. Hit me. Yeah, this is a movie. Jamie Foxx plays like a vampire hunter who... Zombieland meets Blade. Okay. That's fair. I said this, I compared this movie to a Dodge Viper in the sense that like, it's a shitty, it's a piece of shit, Mm. but it's real fast. Basically, like it gets right into it. No fat on this movie whatsoever. Like it was just like a hundred and, I don't know, an hour and a half, whatever. I will say like, you said it was good. And I was like, what's going on here? Like, what's, is this a bid? What are we doing? I turned on the first scene. He's like fighting this old lady, vampire, Mm. creature, whatever the hell it is. And you could tell they were, you know, they were using like real tangible stuff. It wasn't like a CGI fest. It was like Sam Raimi-esque, um, er, Um, er. like physical, you know, some cool uh, practical effects. There it is. That's what I was trying to find. Yeah, I, I got a kick out of it. I liked um, Steve Hoey from uh, Shameless. His character, the the Who's like the brother with the they had the truck full of weapons, and you may not have gotten that far in, but they I don't think I did. they have a whole. That's the best part of the movie. They have a whole scene where they're just kicking ass, and like it's just like kind of John Wick Wick esque choreography. I'm and thinking I'm bad. It's. I don't know. I was much more entertained by this than I thought I would be. And mm. I'm typically the first person to hate a Netflix original, but this Fans was this was good. What'd you think of Dave Franco <clears throat> in this picture? He pees his pants like three times, which you know I'm a big pee guy. Yeah. Pee so lace. I got a kick out of it. The I think I don't know. I I feel like one of these days Dave Franco's gonna figure it out. And like be in something where it's like, there we go. He needs there like a Manchester is. by the sea. That'd be sick. Something like that. Like, I don't think he's got Casey range, but I think that if he got a movie where it was impossible not to empathize with him on some level, that it'd be easier for him to elevate the movie itself. That'd be great if he started something that was just ripping that off. Where he's like, oh, fuck, I, I burned like seven of my kids dead. <laughs> like, this is even grittier than that. Did you see that movie where he's a heroin addict? Uh, I believe he directed it. Maybe he just directed it. Now I'm now I'm questioning this. Let Is that the movie that with him and the girl from Broad City? Yes. Yes. We I think we covered this on this program probably like seven and a half years ago. I was going to say, good luck remembering which episode. But yeah, it was called something Balloons. I remember it being not very. Wasn't good. great. But I mean, he's uh, he's the only Franco we have left. I think James Franco's still in a. Actor, director, producer. Six jail. Balloons. Six Balloons, yes, which was directed balloons. by Marcha Lewis Ryan of the L Word fame. A word? Oh, L Word? Yeah. That's a movie so. where like he plays a heroin addict and you're supposed to feel sad. Mm. It's like Beautiful Boy-esque. <laughs> yes. Saying esque a lot. But yeah, I think we might be recommending Day Shift. I think I gave it three out of five. Three out of five? For you, that's high for me. That's like a perfect review for you. 
Like it's a bad so. movie. It's just fun. It looks interesting, and it doesn't. You know, I didn't get bored once. The Snoop Dogg cameo sucks. There's <laughs> oh, a oh. scene where he. Oh, it's me, and I like, probably got some weed going over here. Snoop Dogg. This is a spoiler alert for the Snoop Dogg scene where Snoop Dogg gets bit by a vampire, and he's about to turn, and he like has a bomb strapped to his chest, and he goes West Side for life, and then like blows himself up and kills everybody in the room. Okay, I'm definitely gonna finish this, and I'm already having fun with it. So stupid. I got a good feeling about this big finish. It is a big finish. Snoop is, it's almost funny how like default he is in some of this stuff. I remember when he popped up in like Starsky and Hutch and that had, had, there was like some novelty left. It was like, oh, Snoop Dogg doing something other than rap. This is great. Now he's popped up so many times to the point where he's doing like every roast dais and like a cooking show with like his quote unquote friend, Martha Stewart. Like it's just weird at this point. Yeah, they're a weird duo. One of the weirdest. I'm in on it. I'm in on it. But there was also weird. another thing, Pete Davidson wise, where like he did something with her and people asked about like a possible romance between Pete Davidson and Martha Stewart. She was like, he's a very charming boy. That big dick just pounding away on Martha. He got in there. Ugh. I think he got in there. Oh, fuck yeah, She's dude. She's so old. Once I, I was done shooting bodies, 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 I was like, fucking, I, what am I going to do? I'll fucking hang he out. He looks there. weird with all of his tattoos covered up, by the way. That's he sort is. of like why he looks okay and women are interested in him. I think it's like the tattoos, like the edginess of whatever it is that he's cultivated. Him, like all that. the tattoos covered up, he just looks like a dorky boy. <laughs> That's probably fair assessment. But I mean, it's working. He's... Who's going to be his next catch? I'm sure there's plenty left? of people guessing. Who is left for him to, to conquer? Probably like Steve-O from Jackass. <laughs> hey, man, it's me. Gonna... Hey, man, he's really charming. I don't know. He just like worked his wonder on me. I'm Pete Davidson, and this is me fucking, <laughs> fucking Steve-O. Fucking having a go. But I believe, are you still watching The Resort on Peacock? Oh yeah, we caught up uh, with, actually we didn't finish the episode, but we're kept, last night was the new one, we're, we're, we gotta finish it later today. I'm hearing a lot of real good things about this program. I think it's pretty good. The Slash Filmcast, that other movie podcast yeah. that I enjoy very much, they went, they were like raving about it. Yeah, I think it's fun. I got to check this out. It has your guy from High Maintenance in it. Corey Stoll or whatever the fuck his name is. Ben Sinclair. Yeah, very close. He's fucking dope. I wonder if High Maintenance is ever coming back. I think people like that show. I feel like I didn't, but people did. I feel like it just like casually ended. It's been gone for like two years. That show is your brotherhood. <laughs> You've been dying on that hill like, you got to see this guy it's maybe like on a most, bike with weed. Might be the most spot on thing I've ever heard you say. It's <laughs> like stopped me in my tracks. But yeah, I got to check out The Resort on Peacock. Other people should check it out if you have Peacock. Married at First Sight has been white hot this season. Ooh. We just wrapped uh, season nine of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> we're in season 15 of married at first sight like my, i'm a sicko <laughs> you're just like swimming through the the multiverse of madness bachelorette season don't even remember has been pretty bad season to be question mark yes season it doesn't even matter anymore folks what else i think you're watching that like manti teo oh yeah we watched the untold like netflix sports documentaries uh 
Manti Teo, the guy who played for Notre Dame college football um, and had a girlfriend that he'd never met in real life. And then she died of leukemia. And that was the story the public heard initially. And then everyone realized that he was in fact dating a male catfish who would later transition to a woman, but was not who he thought it was. She used fake photos and a fake I don't know how she made her voice sound so feminine on the calls, but they only called and texted and she just like kept making up excuses and just strung him along for a year. And then wow. when she wanted to get out of it, so she says, she faked her own death. And then Manti Teo was so dumb that he like went out on the field and was like, I really missed my girlfriend. And then like, it just broke and came out and everybody mm. heard about it and made him look real dumb. I do remember hearing about this. Yeah, That was like a... Not happening. That was a story so big that we heard about it, and we're not sports guys yeah, needs, at all. It needs to be something that outrageous for it to eke all the way to me if it's a sports-related... If we're hearing about it, it's like Tiger Woods driving into a tree-level <laughs> sports exactly. news. Exactly. It's like the top of the... <laughs> The top of the path. For me to be able to spell the guy's name correctly and know who he is when referenced and watch a two-part documentary about him, mm. that's how silly the premise has got to be. Because if it's even like the slightest boring sto- sports story or if it's like about the game itself, I'm tuned out immediately. The greatest game ever played. But yeah, I can't remember the subtitle. I'm going to try to look it up very carefully. The Girlfriend That Didn't quick. Exist. Manti Teo Untold or Untold... Manti Teo, the girlfriend that didn't exist, I believe. Yeah, the the Untold series in general is a a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Netflix documentary-wise. I've seen like a handful of them. They're all good. Yeah, the Caitlyn uh, Jenner one was kind of boring. I don't recall finishing that, but the Malice at the Palace one was really good. Oh, you gave me a shot, huh? You shot me? (laughs) Yeah, baby. No, goddammit. Shut my dick in a door. (laughs) And I forget the other one I watched. I've watched a couple of them. There was another one that I liked. Another one. Yeah, I can't either, but... If I was looking at the Malice at like, the oh, Palace one, one is definitely the best one though. Malice at the Palace. And that's everything that I've watched. I think that's everything. Is that enough? I think that might be enough, folks. This is a nice tight episode. Not I mean, a lot of gaffes, not no get no special guests, no flair, no fat on it. We just cruised right through. Wow. Woo! There's some flair for you. Love it. We're back. I mean, at this moment, what are your plugs? Why don't we plug the South Shore Boys podcast? I think we got a bunch of new episodes roaring out, including Ank's episode. When am I going to hear that? Really needs to see the light of day. I feel like we recorded that seven and a half years ago. So much of that is topical too. It'll just be nothing. <laughs> People won't even want to hear it. They'll be like, "What is this?" They're talking about like. No, they'll they'll love it. We talked about you taking that shit and IHOP and a bunch of cool stuff like that. Oh yeah, my dope. stomach dropped the second I arrived in Quincy. I had to hit. <laughs> but there's that and you can follow us on uh south shore boys official on instagram you follow this program at enough the podcast on instagram at podcast enough on twitter i'm at skip season on both of those platforms rye where can the fans find you on social media uh ankner at instagram ank underscore fit on instagram ankfit.com and Ryan at ankfit.com, if you're looking to find a place to bring your clients, this is a message to all personal trainers. Ooh. I'm running out of space. I must admit, I got three people coming in. Folks, that's enough. Uh, we'll have a lot to do yeah. next week, folks. I was going to be like, we're going to watch this and that, like I like to do, and then just remember, I have no idea what is coming out in any respect Classic. at all. 
But why don't you have a goo anyways, hey, and we'll see you next time. Listen, buddy, I gotta go, but thank you. Listen, buddies, thank you. Bye.